High on Horror. I am one of your three hosts, Chris, and I've got Miles and Josh here with me today. And we are talking about the 2021 supernatural horror thriller film, Malignant, from James Wan. James Wan is known for doing the Saw and Insidious franchises and also created the Conjuring universe. So he's pretty well known. And uh, this one dropped on HBO Max as well as in theaters at the same time, which is pretty sweet. I feel like this is the first big horror movie this year that's done that. And uh, without further ado, gentlemen, how are you? What's up, buddy? Hieloski. <laughs> so We're coming at you with fresh hot hits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this might be the first movie that we've reviewed where we may have a uh, split jury on whether we liked it or not and whether we'd recommend it. So I'm interested to get to get right into this. I'm pretty confident we have differing opinions because you and I have differing opinions and we already established that. But let's figure out how Josh feels first. Yeah, this is going to be like a kid watching mom and dad fight. (laughs) And be like, stop it. It was okay. I'm taking the dog. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I'll take you on the emotional roller coaster real quick. That was my viewing of this movie. Because not only was it a roller coaster, I had to watch it in like bits and pieces because mm-hmm. I'm a busy man. <laughs> and it, it, I was all over the place. I thought the opening was really cool. And then I had some like emotional relationship stuff in this, right after that. And I was like, oh, what's what's up? And then... Some real freaky shit happened, and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then some, like, really stupid stuff happened, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, damn. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, then I was like, what is this? What's that? What, why does this look like this? And then it all started to come back together, and then there was some, like, fucking action shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I didn't see this coming. <laughs> And then, like, even more, like, freaky, gory stuff happened. And then at the end of it, I was like, that was pretty good. (laughs) Fair. Uh, This was 111 minutes, so this really was, like, a roller coaster. Yeah. So how how was your roller coaster, Chris? Uh, it, it modeled much of what Josh just said. I mean, the third act of this movie is ridiculous and awesome. I, I really enjoyed the third act and I felt like overall, all the kills in this, the gore is pretty good. I really enjoyed all of it. Even if it was like a little ridiculous and out there and then, uh, you know, spoilers ahead, just, just so everyone knows the, the twist at the end, I, I was not really expecting that. So freaking weird. <laughs> it but is weird. It is weird. Like it is like there the I'm I think I have like a very odd take in it. I don't know how this is performed so well or like what people's takes are on this movie. Uh we should probably look that up sometime. Um but I the things I don't like about this movie or had a problem with about this movie I don't think are the things that like Miles has Miles has a problem with in this movie like <laughs> like Miles is gonna be like story based and shit or in, like how the twists were and mine's like well that music really wasn't good <laughs> <laughs> like I, the, I, the, I didn't like I liked the cinematography I liked all the actors and everything dude the cinematography the music, was on point actually I really really liked it the music did not 
fit this movie at all. It kept feeling Every like it was song. Song. It's the the reason well, the music it kept feeling like, like it was that, a fucking pop song. <laughs> it is a pop song because it was the song "Where Is My Mind" by the Pixies made epic. Oh, is it? I was gonna say I know this beat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't read it anywhere. I just from my own ear, that's what it sounded like. So I'm assuming that's what it was because it did not fit at all. And a lot of the like, a lot of the suspenseful scenes could have been even more suspenseful. If it wasn't for that, because it was almost like a drive esque, like there was like a techno beat behind this like Dude, horror it music, and I'm like, me of "Am I in the Saw. fucking club right now?" <laughs> it it reminded me of Saw's music, like the not the you know the dun 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 dun, but like the electronic version of it that they play randomly. It was oddly <laughs> similar. There were a lot of parts. Like, yeah, cinematography-wise, I was like, yeah, he's going back to his roots with Saw, because there was a lot of, like, the way the bad guy looks, mm-hmm. looks very similar to pig-faced version of Jigsaw, like, um, and yeah, a lot of, like, the chase scenes and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, this is this is Saw. There's a lot of fog on the ground right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first thing I said to you guys was the cinematography in this movie is incredible, and I think that we are in for a treat. And the reality of the situation was the cinematography was incredible. <laughs> so that was yeah. uh, that was really where my positivity for this movie it didn't get a whole lot better than that. The even in the very beginning, like that first shot of the medical institute that we we find, you know, get the precursor to the story um, b- before the beginning credits roll. Like that shot of that place on the hillside, on the cliffside, there is beautiful like awesome horror movie <laughs> shot love it like i was like this is the building didn't look real though it looked Not like a fucking all. resident evil movie oh yeah. no exactly <laughs> exactly i was like yes i i knew it's, what i was in for once i saw that it's very very and, close to the edge of a cliff it was precariously placed <laughs> oh yeah when her her sister drives there later and she literally parks her car like inches away from the edge of the cliff i was like who the fuck parks like that (laughs) yeah i uh i had that same experience so like (laughs) i don't know so we came together because of the masters of horror series and i have a feeling it's going to be like my simpsons because this whole movie masters of horror did it season one oh my god (laughs) (laughs) look at that sentence that is not that's not something to be proud of (laughs) Season finale of episode one or of season one of Masters of Horror is called Imprint, and the basis is that this dude's in hell, but he's in hell with a demon lady who she's a regular person, but she has a tumor that's a person on her forehead, and uh, it's very similar to this movie's twist in that there is just like she's whispering evil things to me. I must kill everyone because there's an evil twin in their head, and that's it. Didn't actually do it, but you know what I'm saying. It's pretty close. Oh yeah! Spoiler alert for the movies. <laughs> I think we already said that <laughs> yeah. for for I, malignant. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like one of the reasons that I liked this this uh, concept, the way that they executed it, because I probably had they told me up front what was going on, I probably wouldn't have been nearly as interested. But I like the twist kind of situation at the end because, like, I definitely was not sitting there thinking. Oh yeah, this is a friggin' demon tumor on the back of her head controlling her. 
Yeah, I I don't know. I just liked. I thought it was interesting. I thought like I've definitely seen things like this before, where it's like, oh, they actually had like an evil conjoined twin that's in their stomach that you can't see, and blah blah blah. <laughs> like, like, and it was like a little ridiculous when they get to the like, we're we just removed it. We removed the <laughs> huge body you had on the back of you. <laughs> And somehow there's no scars from that that anybody ever questioned. <laughs> Why is your back all fucked up? <laughs> like, she grows hair perfectly in this huge spot that her fucking skull was, like, taken off. Oh, dude, that was gnarly. That whole surgery scene was very gnarly. That was gross. I just, like, watched the end of the movie again right before this just so I could refresh myself. And I, like, opened up to that and I was like, ugh. Yeah, I forgot. This movie does do deliver on the gore for sure. Like cut his little wobbly arms off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess I guess we should just run through briefly what's going on prior to her having her awakening. Yeah, I, I like going. Like I don't know. I hope the fans do too. But I I like going to the movie like chronologically. Like I like revisiting my mind to awaken things that have falling asleep like because there'll be shit that i forgot and i'm like oh yeah that fucking crazy shit happened josh just unleashed (laughs) his evil twin that's been sleeping (laughs) (laughs) all right so it starts out 1993 uh we see this precariously placed uh psychiatric hospital and we're in raccoon city yeah literally (laughs) and um we just see like shit going down in a patient's room uh like it starts out with an interview from the uh the lead doctor character and she's saying some dramatic shit i will say the acting is not great in this movie but um that was that was really my big bone that i had to pick with this film was i felt like the acting was kind of but it, it it kind of matched the vibe of the movie though cuz like I don't think it was meant to be like super serious. I just it felt like it was supposed to be like a little out there and very gory and it didn't really what wasn't so much scary as it was like you just didn't know what was coming next. I did like a lot of the actors though. Like there was a lot of like B actors that it was like the good the, the main ones were pretty good mm-hmm. and all like the B characters were awful. <laughs> <laughs> Because I like the main girl a lot, and I really liked her sister. And the cop kind of grew on me, and so did his... Or as I was calling him as I was watching it, Justin Long Jr. and Wanda Sykes. (laughs) That's exactly what they look like. (laughs) Yeah, I I did not like the main actress. I liked everybody else, though. Everybody but the main actress, and she's like supposed to be powering this movie, and I just didn't think she had the chops. Yeah, she was kind of meh, but... I think that was also just part of her character, supposed to be like more submissive because of the presence. She had four miscarriages and a, an abusive husband and a goddamn monster growing out of the back of her skull. <laughs> <laughs> Cut her some slack. But the, the lady actress didn't. Have the didn't. Best life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't but think she so. was acting like she had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we find out that there's some kind of presence or patient named Gabriel, and like they have like a code red in the hospital and. Multiple like technicians are getting like thrown out of the room up against the wall, like nurses and, and straight up murdered. Yeah, there's so many dead bodies right off the bat, and uh, we hear that he can control electricity and broadcast his thoughts through speakers. Uh, so it's like you don't really know what you're dealing with, and um, then we get this really cheese ball line where it's like, 
It's time to cut out the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, fact that that was the mantra of the movie, I was just like, a little on the nose. A little on the I nose. Know. I was like, bam! <laughs> <laughs> it had that very, like, insidious feel to it, where it's just like... I mean, I kind of like it, though. Like, it's just, it's different, you know? I didn't um, think that the movie was supposed to be campy until you brought it up, but now knowing how it ends, it 110% was supposed to be campy, but all the commercials and everything were like, this is going to be the first serious horror movie you've ever seen in your <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, there's probably a reason they don't, like, show you much in the trailers at all. It's really just, like, the opening scene, kind of, like, of her running in her room and the door exploding open. <laughs> so you don't get a lot of, like... Like, I did not expect this to be... Like, I expected it to be how it was advertised. Like, her imaginary friend is killing people. Not an act, not like a physical... Because there's parts of the movie... You'll get to parts of the movies and it's just like... Why the fuck is this happening? <laughs> like, just disappear. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> I did, like, with that opening scene and a few other scenes in the movie, I kept getting the feeling, like... I'm like, this is like a horror superhero movie. Like, mm-hmm. when the first time you see, like, all the lights exploding and shit, like, one by one, I was like... She's got fucking superpowers? Like, what the fuck? What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Got a a bright burn situation going. I legit didn't know what to expect from this movie because when I watched the trailer, I made it 10 seconds in. A little more than that. I did watch one trailer. But I still was like, I don't know what's going to happen in this. I have no idea what this movie's about. So the fact that it was imaginary friend killing people, I was like, oh, all right, not the most serious horror movie I've ever seen, like, pretty much right away. Yeah, I wouldn't say this movie is, like, really scary. It's Mm-mm. just kind of, it's it's really out there, and I like that about it. But we'll we'll keep moving through the story for a second. So we find out, we see this chick, Madison, she's, <laughs> she's pregnant. We see this dumb bitch. It's like 20, 28 years later, and then it's like, here's this random house with this woman, and... Her and her husband, we'll call him Douchebag Derek, uh, she like comes home and she's like, I'm in pain from my nursing shift, and she's very pregnant, and homie just right Hold away. On. Hold on. I'll go right into this, because I had some <laughs> I had some feels. Dude, right away. Like, what? Uh, please, go ahead. We get this guy, he's watching a UFC fight very loudly in his bedroom. <laughs> they don't have a living room, I guess. Um, and, yeah, she shuts the TV off, and he immediately flies off the fucking <laughs> He's like, oh, I was watching too. that. <laughs> he's like on his phone. <laughs> and then he's saying, like, oh, if, you know, if you're in pain, like, you should stop working. And she's like, no, I'm good. And he's like, well, like, you should rest. And, but then he, like, he's continuously, like, getting irritated. And I'm like, are we about to watch this man beat his wife? That didn't seem like this type of movie. But guess what, folks? We are about to watch that. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> because dark. he's like, maybe you should stop getting pregnant. And she's like, no, I want a baby. And then he's, like, pointing at her tummy. And she's like, you get away from my baby. And pushes him. And then he straight up, like, face palms her whole skull into the wall. <laughs> Dude. That shit looked real. That looked a little too it's... real. That triggered some shit in my brain. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a tough scene, and and this actually ends up being important later, which is kind of weird. Like, 
Yeah, that's what I mean. I like how like everything kind of tied. Like there were no loose ends really at the end of the movie for a movie that seemed like it was going to have a lot of loose ends. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why I was shocked you didn't like it, Miles. Like I figured like this would be right up your alley. <laughs> it we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> so after she gets her head smashed, uh, he runs out. He's like, "I'm going to go get some ice for you," and. For your she, bleeding skull. Yeah, then she locks <laughs> the my door. my pregnant wife. It slides down the wall, and there's just this massive blood stain. You're like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. yeah this and is, she, this was, is she why... was dressed like a nurse, so she's definitely like a nurse. Yeah. yeah. And then well, it instantly cuts to her, like, sleeping, and it's nighttime. It's like, you have a massive head wound. You're not supposed to go to sleep. Like, <laughs> I was yeah, thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's like the first thing they teach you. Like, I know that and I'm not a nurse. But, like, that was when I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, a very serious movie. Like, I was excited. And then the next scene happens and I became immediately disappointed. Oh, dude. This, uh, okay, so before she wakes back up, like, with the bloody pillow, uh, Derek, douchebag Derek, gets confronted by our antagonist, the killer. And I thought this scene was ridiculous. And I was still in on this. Like, I I, I was like, what the hell is this thing? It's freaking crazy looking. And Yeah, it definitely starts off like a monster. You think it's like a, some sort of monster. Yeah, it's like teleporting around and shit. <laughs> Very similar to... To white noise, very similar, and uh, yeah, I wasn't digging it. Like, oh, he controls electricity. Woo! Like, I was like, oh, this was like really intense ten seconds ago, and now I, I also been- feel like that was like a late addition because it didn't really like they just kind of like throw some like electroshock in there later, and it's like maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, right. Like. They could have taken out the whole electricity part, and it would have. They, that was pretty much just a way for it to be able to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then let's see. I did really, really like when he freaking kills this guy. When he kills Derek, that is a brutal ass <laughs> Derek. kill. Derek sounds like an asshole. <laughs> Dude, Derek is definitely an asshole. So doesn't he just come up behind him and just like twist his head, and that's that? Yeah, but it's like his freaking <laughs> neck bone is like sticking through the front of his throat. Yeah, that was pretty gross. It's it's gnarly. It's a super gnarly death. <laughs> Do you guys know who did the like special effects for this movie? Was it a, it wasn't Nicotero, was it? Um No, I feel like it was pretty much all CGI, which was a little bit of a letdown. I would have preferred some practical effects. Yeah, like any would have been Nothing w- worse than CGI blood. <laughs> I don't know. I like some of the CGI blood later. We'll, we'll get to it. But the uh, I was not impressed by that scene at all, and it immediately took me out. So my mood shifted from that point forward. And then the music in the next scene, I'm just like, oh, we're going down. We're going down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Homegirl wakes up, and she finds that Derek Douchebag is dead. And... <laughs> This is she when... woke up like nothing had happened before she went to sleep. She was just like, Derek, where are you? <laughs> it's like, you, you fucking put your head into the wall. Yeah. Uh, she ends up like being attacked by the uh, the killer. 
And I thought this scene where she was running was pretty good. I thought this was actually kind of scary. I was like, that, oh, shit. Because you still don't really know, like, what is... You don't know what this thing is. You, best you, camera like, It work. was definitely the scariest part of the movie, but unfortunately, it is the part that's in the trailer. Yeah. Yep. I, I thought agree. that was the best camera work in the whole movie was when they did the top-down shot of her running through the entire oh, house. Dude, love that. great. Oh, that was fantastic. I always wonder, like, how they do that. I'm like, so the whole house is just a set? Yep. Like, yeah, like they just used ex- exterior shots because mm-hmm. they did that in like uh, a hereditary too. Yes. Hereditary is weird how they do like the dollhouse style shots. It's unnerving. Yeah. But, but, but that's what I expected from this movie though. Like I never, I did not expect this movie to leave the house once. Right. Because the only thing in the trailer is her running up the stairs and like the door fucking like launching off and shit. Yeah. I, I definitely thought it was going to be like, I didn't know how she was going to be connected to the killer, but I thought she was just going to be able to see like other people dying like over Mm. and over again. But, um, so she wakes up after the creature chases her down and blows the door open, knocks her unconscious. And she wakes up in a hospital and her sister is there. And her sister kind of reminds me a little bit of Florence Pugh. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, she's like Kmart Florence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so her sister has a reunion with her, and like apparently she hadn't been in contact with her for a hot minute because of douchebag Derek, who is now dead. And uh, she also tells Madison that her baby, the unborn baby, did not survive. Also, the very beginning, I'm like watching when this started, and I'm just like. Why does this woman have to be pregnant like this? It makes me so uncomfortable seeing pregnant women in horror movies. Mm. Like, yeah, so many, so many questions like that kept popping up to where I was like, why is this necessary? Why is this necessary? And then they all pretty much do get answered by the end. Of the movie. I was like, oh, no, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just reminds me. Have you guys seen that show Slasher? Yeah, dude, the first episode of that show when the pregnant lady slips on the blood. It's the most gnarly shit ever. It, it gives you the freaking heebie-jeebies. Um, yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, back to the back to the movie we watched. Um, so then we get the introduction of police detective Kakoa Shaw. Kakoa Shaw. What was the point? No one called him Detective Shaw, really, either. Everybody called him. He was on a first name basis with everybody. Just because it was like James Wan was being like, I thought up the coolest fucking name. Like, why isn't his name just Steve Shaw? Dude, no. Kakoa Shaw is honestly one of the most iconic parts of this whole movie. Asian Justin Long. I love I love that name. I immediately when they said that, I was like, this is this is gonna stick. Like Kakoa Shaw (laughs) is gonna be the one thing that I remember about (laughs) Malik. Chris is gonna be Kakoa Shaw for Halloween. (laughs) It's so funny. And then you said uh what what did you say the other lady reminded you of? His partner? 
Wanda Sykes. <laughs> Wanda Sykes. <laughs> yes, I felt the same way. She had the very same. Energy. She looks just like her, and she's got that bitchy ass attitude. <laughs> it was. It was great. <laughs> yeah. So you think we work with psychics? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kakoa, Kakoa Shaw, man. <laughs> um, so they interview. They interview Madison. In which case, Sydney answers every question. Madison is like straight catatonic. Um, yeah. And she's, you know, obviously mourning the loss of her unborn child. So this is what you said she had had four miscarriages. So she's on miscarriage number five, which is wild. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. tough. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, when when she did wake up and her sister was like, Derek's dead. And she was just like, oh. And then she's like, and you lost your baby. And then she had a fucking complete meltdown, which that is, that's justifiable. But she didn't give a fuck that her husband <laughs> He just bopped her head against the wall. I wouldn't fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But it happens again later when they go to her house and she's like, they're standing next to the head-shaped hole in the wall. And she's just like, Derek did that. He put my head in the wall. <laughs> like, she says it's so, like... And on Tuesday, I have coffee at 2 o'clock. <laughs> like, That's the point I figured it out, but are we there yet? Where are we at that point yet? No, we're not. I don't think no. so. Okay. We're about we... to be at that point. Oh, with it, this is when we get the, the the random Seattle underground tour scene. So, yeah, so confusing until near the end, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> yeah, there was no reason whatsoever. None. Yeah. I will say, I thought the scene leading up to the lady getting nabbed down there, the tour guide, I thought that was pretty uh, suspenseful. Like, I was I was definitely, like, on the edge of my seat leading up to when he actually takes her. And then it happens 12 more times in this movie and really loses the suspensefulness. Yes. Mm. This movie could be called Idiots Slowly Walk Into a Dark Room. Dude. <laughs> Except for Kakoa Shaw. Yeah. He's got his flashlight and he ain't taking no shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll get to Kakoa Shaw's dumb shit. That's like one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> we gotta make that a sticker. <laughs> Kakoa Shaw's dumb shit. Kakoa Shaw, bad motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so people are gonna be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> so he he takes this lady from the Seattle Underground tour, and we have no idea who this chick is at this point, and. Uh, one thing we do notice is she does kind of look a little bit like Madison. She's got the same haircut. I thought for 90% of this movie, could you pick someone that looks any more like your fucking main actress? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Kakoa Shaw will reveal it soon. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then we get, uh, we have Madison having another dream where she witnesses Gabriel, who at this point is dressed like a member from Slipknot. Uh, murdering <laughs> yes he is <laughs> murdering Weaver who is the uh, the doctor from the very beginning and so let's talk about the scene for a second like I feel like you glossed over quite a bit to get there am I like she's doing laundry and she sees the lady's oh, face yeah. and shit oh yeah, yeah we yeah. get our first like transitional shot yeah oh, I did really like all of those uh all of like the CGI like rooms turning into other rooms. I personally thought that was really cool. 
Yeah, I like that. And then I like the explanation to it, too. I thought it was the movie 1408. You know, the one with special (laughs) effects from 12 years ago? That movie? Oh, Miles, you jaded prick. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I am. I was underwhelmed. I was like, all right, sure. And, like, so she's doing laundry, and she sees the doctor lady go, what are you doing in my house? And she goes, my house! (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about the yelling match with the washing machine. <laughs> my house was fucking. I was. I immediately lost my shit. Speaking of her house, that house was creepy as hell just by itself. It was so sixties, even though they were in modern times. <laughs> even from the outside, it looked like the fucking Adams family. Dude, house. really though. <laughs> Especially at night, it's like fog banks rolling in. It's like Jesus Christ, like. <laughs> This place is ripe for a murderer. Um, let's see. So, yeah. So, once the shouting match with the washing machine happens, then she <laughs> then she has the, the 1408 CGI kick in, and the entire room transforms into uh, Weaver's house. And... It, like, melts as it pans around her. I thought it was cool, unlike I, Miles. I did as well, but I will say that Miles is not the first person who told me that they did not like that CGI effect. Uh, Trent from my show also felt the same way. So uh, I, I, can, I can see what you're saying. I just thought it was a cool, like, uh, addition to this movie because I was wondering how they were going to have her seeing, seeing this stuff. But I like the 360 shots. There's a lot of 360 shots in this movie. Yeah, the camera work is fun. I will say that James Wan was just having a freaking ball. Um, but uh, this this kill, holy crap! He takes a her. Good one. He takes her freaking trophy, right? Mm-hmm. He this he does kill her with the trophy prior to making it into that like fucking blade of victory or whatever the hell he makes. Yeah, unlucky for this doctor, she had won an award that just happens to be a fucking spear through some sort of, like, twirly rod. <laughs> it was, like, uh, for excellence in medicine or something like that. Yes, and, she, dude, he goes to town on her with this. There's so much blood in this scene. I loved that. So It wasn't dragged out at all, either. She was like, no, and he was just like... <laughs> stabbing the shit out of her. Was he stabbing her or smushing her? Because I thought he was using the heavy end to like bash her because the blood was just everywhere. I loved that. I thought this scene was great. <laughs> yeah, I uh so we get we get a very violent kill here. And um let's... And she can see this. Our main character. What's her name? Maddie. Maddie. Maddie can see all of this, but she can't move. Yeah, she's she becomes like, paralyzed. She's, she's like frozen. But yeah, she's just she's there and looking at all of this is carnage, <laughs> which sounds terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was pretty awesome. She but did. Yeah. She did get to meet Kakoa Shaw though, so her life's a little bit better. <laughs> James Wan must have just been like in his trailer and been like, "I made Aquaman, bitch! I can do anything." <laughs> Kakoa Shaw. <laughs> Oh, dude, it's like uh, I don't know. That's that's one of the most iconic police officers we've had in our time in movies, in my opinion. He sounds like he should be like a paranormal investigator, <laughs> like Constantine. <laughs> <laughs> he Con- should fight vampires. <laughs> Confession time. Kakoa Shaw. Yeah, that's a sequel. Kakoa Shaw, vampire hunting. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I saw his name, Kirkoa Shaw, on the name plaque, and I was like, is it in backwards order or forwards order? I don't understand. Like, is his name Shaw, comma, Kakoa? <laughs> like, I don't know what direction it is. And uh, then I didn't hear anyone call him that the whole movie. I wasn't paying close enough attention, I guess. So I was like, I still don't what? know what this guy's fucking name is. I don't know. Somehow I managed to not hear it. But, yep. Dude, that was the part that hooked me. I was, as soon as they said it, as soon as they said it, I just grinned. I was Kakoa. like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and they, I don't know how you couldn't have known his name was Kakoa Shog because it, his name is used about 12,000 times in this fucking movie. I mean, maybe Everybody I did, be but... talking about Kakoa on a first name basis. <laughs> I do remember everyone knowing that, like, not saying detective whatever, just saying his name. So, yeah, maybe I did know. I don't know. I just remember being real fucking confused as I looked at that nameplate, and I was like, uh. But It sounds good either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see. What, what happens after that? We've got, uh, let's see. They, they go and... Uh, Shaw and Moss go to the house after Weaver is killed and they're like, holy shit, what's going on? Also, can we talk about the quirky CSI girl that has a crush on Katoa Shaw? I wanted to talk about that. Yes, she uh, uh, she would have gotten it for me. If I was Kakoa yeah. Shaw, but we're not all yeah. Kakoa Shaw. I was gonna say Kakoa Shaw's a better man than all three of us. I think yeah. <laughs> Kakoa Shaw can't be tamed. <laughs> you can't fucking wrestle that stallion. He's got to roam free. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's in love with him. It's hilarious. Understand. And Wanda so. Sykes is having fucking none of this. Yeah. She's like, oh. Here comes that annoying little bitch that wants your dick. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. Um, they're they're checking out the crime scene, and they decide that they're going to read every one of her patient books to figure out why she was murdered. And um, let's see. Beyond that, uh, Madison starts sharing that she's seeing these fucking murders. And the way she describes it is kind of crazy. I don't know if it's at this point or later on, but when she's like, I can see another world on top of our world. It's like, I have definitely heard some witchy girls say shit like that where I'm like, (laughs) oh shit, you're about to give me some rocks, aren't you? (laughs) You're about to give me some crystals and start talking about some star signs. And then we're going to (laughs) be, we're going to be throwing science right out the window right now. You're such an Aries, Chris. <laughs> it's because Saturn's in retrograde, Miles. <laughs> it's my it's my harvest moon rising. <laughs> okay, so now that we're done with the witchy talk, um, so they're going to become you know child uh, reconstructive surgery um, savants, <laughs> and uh, we also noticed there's a photo of her with the other colleagues from the beginning, the ones apparently that didn't get murdered during the massacre at the psychiatric hospital. And this just kind of hit me and I'll bring this, bring this up before we go any further. Cause I forgot to mention it at the beginning. Um, <laughs> why did they have a tranquilizer rifle <laughs> in a psychiatric hospital? 
I mean, for circumstances <laughs> such as that, is perfect timing. They were ready to take down Harambe. <laughs> yeah, yeah they fucking like elephant gun. Dude, I do not blame dude. them though. That thing was shooting lightning, like blowing lights out and talking through the radio. You don't know what that freaking yeah. demon's capable of. It was like ripping orderly's throats up, dude. It threw a grown man like ten feet. And he like slammed that wall and died. It's like okay. I I wish once we get to the reveal part, I wish that once they did the reveal, they did like flashbacks to that scene of showing us oh what God. was actually <laughs> happening. The fucking. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. All right. So um, don't let me skip ahead, but I believe at this point Madison finally. Like she has yet another vision, and uh, she she tells her sister about it, and this is when she's finally going to make some moves. But she watches. Uh, his name is Fields. That's the the bigger guy, right? That's the next death, I believe. Uh, it is the next death, but it was not the next scene. We missed the part where the lady that was underneath whatever place they were, Kansas City or whatever. Oh, Seattle. Uh, yeah. Seattle. The the lady that got grabbed underneath Seattle, she is strapped to a banister, and Dude, yes, uh, the support column of the freaking attic. Yeah, so we didn't know where she was. We still don't know. There's like fans going. There's always fans. That's the only way you know you're up in the air, I guess. And uh, he. That's how you know you're in a James Wan movie. Yeah. <laughs> For real though, every one of them has a fan. Um, so he's talking to her through the radio, like, "Don't you dare get away from here." Yeah, and he's sitting there, and it was like that <laughs> that scene in Jim Carrey's Grinch, where he's like fumbling shit together he's like he's like taking this award apart and makes it into this like grabbable fucking like punch spike <laughs> dude it was pretty cool and then whips it at the chick at the wall and was like don't even try to leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah this scene is so ridiculous and also i was at this point i'm like damn he's taking prisoners now like what's he gonna do is he gonna eat her like what's what's gonna happen and uh, we'll we'll find out about that soon. <laughs> oh yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> so then, it's amazing. <laughs> so then we're at the point where Gary, Larry, Jerry from Parks and Rec is about to die. <laughs> it's not really him, but it looks a hell of a lot like him. So that was all I was thinking yeah. about was him like collapsing and farting. And uh... <laughs> I uh... see. I thought that scene was really cool because she wakes up. We're yeah, we're seeing she was brushing her teeth and we see this guy like getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And he fucking uh the windows open and rain's coming in cuz of course it's Seattle and uh he's like da, 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 let me check my closet and you're like this guy is so dead right now and he walks yeah. in <laughs> and you're like he's going to die in like 2 seconds cuz this thing's whatever this monster has now a golden golden weapon. but uh he he checks in there and there's nothing and then like the door creaks and i was like oh he's gonna get him he's gonna get him and again nothing james wan playing with us a little bit and then he's like i gotta go in my closet where i keep my clothes and get my towels which i just thought was a weird i mean i guess he had all his dressers in there but i was like okay weird and uh (laughs) 
He's going to dry off the clearly wet footprints that are on the floor <laughs> of his house. And he doesn't suspect a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, Gary Larry Jerry wasn't very convincing for me. But he had... Okay, so he did have a cool character. He was on the phone with somebody, wasn't he? And he was doing some exposition. Yes. Yeah, I think he was on the on the phone with Doctor Number Three, yeah. and he was like, sh- "That she was the best person, dead Doctor Number One." And he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, but what about that time we were like torturing children?" And he was like, "That was just that one thing. <laughs> like, Don't worry about it. Try everything once, you fool." <laughs> <laughs> uh, How would we know it was bad if we didn't try? <laughs> Oh my god. So he gets got in the bed though, right? Yes. Yeah, brutally. We get this brutally. scene that Josh was talking about where she where Maddie wakes up and again she's got basically sleep paralysis and uh he like lurks over on top of Jerry and Yeah, she's like right next to Jerry in bed. She's she wakes up and is in like her bed that turns into his bed and she can't move. As this creepy guy dressed like a Slipknot concert crawls over. (laughs) (laughs) Scariest thing for her was waking up next to Jerry. (laughs) I don't know if that was his name, but that's his name now. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not. (laughs) And the killer killer moves so weird. So weird. It's backwards. Yeah, it's like backwards and like... But that was why it was weird watching it create that weapon. Because it's using like a bench grinder. And I'm like... Aren't you supernatural? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There was a lot of questions going through my mind. Like, I ha- I still had no fucking idea what was going on with this story. Like, I-, I was trying to figure it out, and it kept me intrigued, which was part of, I think, the charm for me personally, because I definitely thought it was supernatural. Um, so Spoiler alert, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's see. Well, we'll then see. the... the uh, then yeah then the bad guy fucking knife punches that jerry jerry gary's face till it's nothing but like a caved in hole dude it was fucking brutal the violence this is absurd yeah that was intense so imagine that imagine someone punching a fucking like spear into your face (laughs) You'd only have to feel it once. I'd, I'd rather not imagine that, Josh. Yeah. Can we go back to talking about Kakoa Shaw? <laughs> Kakoa Shaw. He makes me feel safe. <laughs> 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 Just want to be safe in Kakoa's arms. <laughs> okay, so... At this point, Maddie goes to the police and we get his sister who gets real warm with our boy, Kakoa, real quick. They belong together. Dude, yes. She is she is digging him. And um then uh they're like, I saw I saw Jerry get murdered and <laughs> I think in my mind, in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> when I was at home sleeping, I watched you get murdered and, uh, yeah. Wanda Sykes does not take well to that. De- Detective <laughs> Regina Moss. She does not take kindly to that. Kakoa has got a soft spot for both these women for sure, because Kakoa has got a, he's a, he's a carer. He's got a big heart. And- <laughs> yeah. Cause he wants to bang the sister. So he knows the best way to do that is to be nice to the crazy one. <laughs> 
God, Kakoa, you dog, playing the long game. <laughs> and Detective Moss is like a hundred percent aware. She's like, "Are you fucking serious?" Like she, everything that he's doing that's dumb, which is a lot. Uh, she's like allowing him to do, even though she knows he's being super dumb. She's like Kakoa. <laughs> it's you, like you she's always old. do this. <laughs> it's like she's allowing him to do it just so she can talk shit to his face. <laughs> <laughs> because she says something snarky and he's like what what was that and she's like you heard me bitch (laughs) yeah she's the best i think she might be my favorite character in this movie (laughs) (laughs) all right so at this point they think that she's they think madison is full of shit maddie the, the cops do and uh you know, they're... as you would, you would just assume she's your number one suspect when she goes, I had a vision and this is the exact location somebody died. Like, if you go here, you'll find a dead body because I saw it. I totally didn't do it myself. You're right. <laughs> yeah, like at that point, it was pretty clear she's a bad guy, but he's just like, but I want to bang that sister. That's the whole reason this movie happens is because he refuses to fucking acknowledge who suspect number one is. Kakoa Shaw, you bastard. He's just, Kakoa Shaw lives on the edge. I was going to say, he's just trying to do some good old fashioned police. <laughs> you think he just wants some boring missionary? He wants some fucking dangerous pussy. <laughs> oh my God. It's the only thing that makes Kakoa feel. <laughs> uh, okay, so at this point we have we have uh, moving forward and again. Feel free to jump in if I'm skipping anything. But Gabriel reaches out to Madison, and uh, she starts to remember parts of her past, just small tidbits. And uh, this kind of prompts her to go and see her mom to try to figure out what you know what else she's like not remembering, or if there's anything that can like shed some light on why she has this connection with Gabriel. I thought that scene was cool when he was talking to her on her like haunted cell phone. Yeah, dude. It was like venom. It was like she was having a conversation with a symbiote because it was like talking about like we and it was just like psychologically fucking with her the entire time. Yeah, there there's a lot of little little clues as this goes on to uh to point towards what what ends up happening which which you know upon reflection I thought was pretty pretty cool especially cuz like I said I didn't catch the twist so I'm going to sound like an asshole but like I really did I had it figured out after the second time they looked at the hole in the wall where she bopped her head I'm not going to say the ending right now even though I did earlier like it I, I figured I was like, oh, that's what's going on, and then just everything kept reaffirming it, and so like that's a different watch experience than if you're not following it. Like you're like, oh yeah, all right, I was right, okay, you know, like, <laughs> totally different from when you're just like, oh, what's gonna happen? I don't know. It's really reaffirming when you figure something out at the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, that's that. I, but I can't possibly imagine you figured it out to the. No. amount of detail because <laughs> no, i but i kind of figured it out and but just thought it would be like a different mm-hmm. i thought it would be like more like split yeah 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 well well let, let's wait to get into that because i also had my own theories and i'm interested to hear what you obviously miles had it figured out earlier on but i'm interested josh to hear what you uh you know like your your thoughts on it so at this point we've got uh they go to visit her mom and 
they start watching like home videos and shit and they're talking about like her being adopted Oh yeah, we totally yeah. skipped this when she drops that <laughs> oh, on yeah, her she's, sister. She's adopted, by the way. <laughs> oh my god, her sister's like, "What?" <laughs> she is shook. They look nothing alike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, flashing back forward, we're we're at her mom's house, and uh, we get some old like home movies of her on her birthday being a little weirdo. And um, talking to Gabriel, her imaginary friend, and like, then we get that really, really disturbing. Uh, I believe this is the part where. Oh, actually, no, it's it's not uh, until a little bit later. So I'll, I'll hold off on that. I'll put a pin in <laughs> her hallucination that she has. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's a pretty interesting little like tidbit that they start to tip their hand on like what actually is going on. And in the meantime, we've got Kakoa Shaw figuring out the <laughs> link after studying thousands of medical journals with detective Moss. And, uh, they, they realize, Oh wow. Well, all three of these doctors are linked through this Simeon Institute. I think is what it was called. And uh, also known as Umbrella Corp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at this point, he goes to... He finds the link also with Madison. And you find out that the mother... I believe you find out that the mother gives him... Or gives Madison away at this point, right? Like, that's when you see the tape of the mom. Or is that a little bit later on? It's close no, enough. It's a little bit. Oh, I will. So... Yeah. At that point, she, uh, Kakoa Shaw finds the last doctor who has just been unceremoniously murdered. We don't even get a death scene for this guy. He's just completely unimportant outside of adding to the body count. His name was Gregory. <laughs> His name was Greg Paulson. <laughs> or, or as he called him, Dr. Gregory. <laughs> I don't even remember this dude, so he must not have been very important. That's the guy that dies in the bathtub. Oh, okay. He just enters his house like the door just happened to be unlocked, and he's like, "Doctor Gregory, this is the police. You you must answer me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kakoa Shah. <laughs> I command authority. <laughs> but I thought this scene was dope as fuck because then yeah, Kakoa Shah gets attacked by our our. Gabriel, the bad guy. Yes, which Madison is watching in real time. And um, yeah, he's lurk. So Gabriel is lurking like up on the ceiling. Batman style. Batman style. Batflex <laughs> style. He's also branding Kakoa Shaw's initials into people. Yep. <laughs> uh, so um, at this point. <laughs> there is a ridiculous, ridiculous chase scene. You mean amazing. I amazing. love this scene. It is so it was... absurd. Okay. So Kakoa Shaw fights this thing off. He takes multiple shots at it. He misses 
every single freaking yeah, time. Yeah, Kakoa Shaw's got to go back to the range. It's the worst <laughs> fucking shot in the world. I know you guys are real excited about Kakoa Shaw, but all signs point to him being a terrible fucking detective. Dude, <laughs> all he needs is the name for the brand. Yeah, how dare you? He, he's he figured shit out. He found those flash drives. He tried to shoot her like or shoot the bad guy like twelve times. He emptied the clip and he missed every single one. So I was thinking about this. I feel like part of it has to be the weird ass contortionist style like movement that it has. It just does not move naturally. It's like, pretty dope. Like later on, we'll we'll get more into that. But like that's the only explanation I could give as to why Kakoa just cannot hit this thing. This motherfucker dives out a window and, and starts like <laughs> fucking crab walking down the side of a of a fire escape. Dude. And Kikoa Shaw's like, I can keep up with this. <laughs> How do you see He's, that? How do you see that and think, yeah, I'll chase that down into the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, I don't need to call for backup. <laughs> so he kind of starts jumping downstairs until the monster bad guy fucking clears the entire fire escape and he fucking is like all right i got this and macho man elbow drops a fucking trash can dude he hits that dumpster so hard and then bounces off of it he jumps like he's jumping like feet first but then his whole body hits the top of this dumpster Dude, Kakoa Shaw. At that point, I was like, "Dude, I'm pretty sure that guy just broke all his ribs." <laughs> and he's also been like slashed and shit at this time. Oh my god! Then, uh, but yeah, that that whole like ladder scene with the contortionist, like just like leaping down, all creepy, like was insane. And again, this is where the movie starts to turn away from like so much a traditional horror movie to more of like. Uh, like action horror <laughs> if you will because we got a great action horror scene coming up yeah more of a cop chasing somebody that seems to have superpowers it reminded me of men in black with will Fucking, smith in the beginning <laughs> yeah yeah and so gabriel's like kicking holes in walls dude <laughs> dude the best part of that chase is when kakoa shaw power slides straight through that thing no fucks given He's just like, I'm going after this thing. I don't care how deep it goes. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He doesn't even call him back up. Lands like, takes like a six foot fall onto his side. <laughs> when he had just taken like a ten foot fall onto a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Kakoa Shaw is a fucking machine. <laughs> <laughs> he literally is, though. They make this guy out to be like super cop. And uh, then he gets down there and he's in this creepy ass Seattle underground, which has like all these carriages and stuff. And yeah, they explained earlier that lady that was doing the tour, she was doing tours of old Seattle, which they literally built the current Seattle like over the top of. So there's still storefronts. It's very creepy. Yeah. I, f I feel like, like James Wan just like learned about that, and he's like, I have to put that in this movie. I have to. Just because he just <laughs> learned it, he's like, this is a great idea. But there's no actual like story element that's really important that it exists other than this chase scene. Yeah, It reminded me of old New York from Futurama. Yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So Kakoa chases him into this room with the carriages and he loses him. And then he there's this scene where 
Slipknot Gabriel is up on top with the golden blade. <laughs> and again, Kakoa misses a bunch of shots. And finally, Gabriel escapes. He gets away. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, why is it running from Kakoa Show? Why does it just <laughs> disappear? Or like, yeah. Or you know, kill Kakoa Show. <laughs> I thought the same thing. It didn't seem like it would be that hard, to be honest. He's like fucking landing on shit. He should be really stumbling and like fucked up right and now. And he doesn't stop. And he goes <laughs> for the rest of this movie, dude. He's he a does. beast. <laughs> Kakoa MVP. All right, so. Um, then we are, we are, you know, flashing forward to Shaw and Moss um, meeting up again, and they discover a photo of Madison as a child in the doctor's house, and uh, you know, obviously they had learned that she was specializing in child reconstructive surgery. So the pieces start to come together, and um, oh shoot. Sorry, I, I backtracked for a second. Um, Madison goes to the detectives and they bring a psychiatric hypnotherapist. And I think did this is the point where the sister has that line about like, you don't use psychics? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. when she first met Wanda, like, she's like, y'all use psychics, right? And she was like, no. And she's like, well, I was on a TV show that said you did. And she was like, is this, we really talking about this? <laughs> so then, so then they have like this therapist lady that's going to hypnotize her. And she's like, that's like the same thing. Uh, so, she starts to remember during this hypnosis. Uh, she begins to remember that her name was Emily. And uh, then we get this really pretty crazy flashback. Okay. So like this next concept in other things that I've seen horror wise, like I always really like this portrayal of like demonic possession or some type of like mind control where it makes you think that you're doing something that you're not actually doing like you're hallucinating like they did it really well in the haunting of hill house um on netflix but the scene where gabriel convinces her like he's trying to convince her to cut the cake and she's in a like a um trance basically and she's about to take a steak knife to her mother's pregnant belly yeah that was a that was intense gabriel's a cake eater he fucking, he swiped frosting off the cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor little Madison took the blame for it. <laughs> this girl's life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she ends up being able to stop herself from killing um, the baby or hurting her mom. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, then we get this crazy ass scene. So she, like... I believe Gabriel starts like talking to her and she starts really freaking out while she's hypnotized. So they bring her out of it. And like, once that happens, like it cuts to the lady that was kidnapped from the underground and she like gets out of her bonds and sprints across the attic and literally falls through the floor into the living room where they're doing the hypnosis. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was crazy. I did not see that coming. And I thought at that point died. I was like, holy shit. 
<laughs> she literally falls like four stories because this house is tall as shit and just nails the floor. And they're like, oh, my God. And uh, at this point, reasonably, they arrest Madison because they're like, yo, this chick is literally like she had kidnapped someone and had them in the attic and they just fell four stories. They're like, you didn't seem like enough of a suspect before, but I mean, now. <laughs> Noah we finally to took the rose-colored glasses off. <laughs> and even then, they like go back in, and her sister's like, come on, my sister couldn't have done this. And now Wanda's like, she's like, she got a fucking person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so... um you also find out that Gabriel was living inside of her house and like the cl- the slipknot jacket and gloves and stuff are all up there. Same with same with the blade, the blade of truth <laughs> and the blade of healing is what we should call it. <laughs> and then uh, so at this point, they they find out that um, the lady who had fallen was Actually, the one kidnapped was actually Madison's birth mother who had given her up um, for adoption. And we get a little video where she's talking about the abomination that she had had. And uh, let's see. So now this is not when we get the... We don't get the call yet, right? Like when they're interviewing her, is that? Is that- <laughs> yeah, this is when we get the call. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she, yeah. she receives a phone call, and she's like, "It's for you." While she's being interrogated, and it says unknown, and they answer it, and what do you know? It's Gabriel, and he's like, "The dumb bitch didn't even know I was nesting in her house." All he does is shit talk. <laughs> Yes. He was like, you took my shit. I want my shit back. Yes. He wants the blade of healing. And, and he's like, uh, what did he say to, to, to Kakoa Shaw? He was, Kakoa Shaw was, said something. Uh, and he's like, if I had punched a hole in your face last night, <laughs> would that have been a coincidence or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I... It was like if the jigsaw doll, des- doll decided to start talking shit. That's what I yeah. felt like Gabriel was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Like those rap battles. What are those called? Where you just shit talk back and forth? A cypher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this track? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forget. Yeah. Oh, the movie Basket Case is what it reminds me of. I don't. Have you guys seen that? No. What's... I haven't seen that. Oh, it's... Uh... It's really something. There's just like the main monster looks exactly like Gabriel in this movie. <laughs> so, yep. Well, at this point, we. So they get the call, and then we start getting a lot revealed very quickly about what the hell is going on. Finally, there's some, some light shed. And we find out that Madison had a teratoma, which was a some kind of like shared brain situation between two twins and uh gabriel was her twin brother who was attached to her from behind and i think we finally get to see this nasty freaking teratoma uh in this scene we get to see gabriel in his full glory and he's literally like that when they're selling chocolate and spongebob 
and the grandma rolls <laughs> up and is like just the worm. <laughs> That's what this reminds me of. It's like uh, there's a there's a, a a person growing out of someone's stomach in Total Recall. It's like that, but on the back of her head. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. Yet she's after removed. She's completely normal. <laughs> no scars. No no anything. Dude. She has like a torso growing out of the back of her head with little arms. And fucked up face, and all it does is scream. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is what I was thinking of at that point. As well. <laughs> With that uh, plant Professor monster Quirrell. thing, <laughs> it, Professor Quirrell, how uh, his head is sticking out of the back of Quirrell's head. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we also get a very gnarly surgery scene, uh, which takes place after the original opener when she's like, "We have to cut this cancer out." <laughs> and like just so over the top i love it but um like now imagine we had gotten a flashback scene of the beginning and saw gabriel <laughs> and his little floppy arms <laughs> like throwing people around <laughs> okay right, well like they never really showed that part i feel like he just took her body over mm-hmm. even back then but they did show his arms like flailing around and shit. Well, yeah, he, like, he likes the way it feels when they flail. But <laughs> yeah, well, they realized, well, yeah, they realized <laughs> that Gabriel was. Uh, so, like, a lot of people will get these real tumors, like in real life, that will have like teeth in them or like and thing, little things like that, where it is like um, originally the mother was pregnant with twins, and then the one embryo absorbed the other one, and there's some like leftover dna like but it isn't like an actual like conjoined twin Mm -hmm. um but this is to like the most extreme version that like they tried to they tried to like electroshock its brain and then that's how it got like electricity powers i assume right (laughs) and then they they realized that gabriel was like sucking all the the like nutrition and stuff out of Emily's body so they had to they were gonna cut it out just to like get rid of it so that Emily slash what's her name Madison. can live yeah <laughs> Madison yeah and uh so we get we get some really gnarly like uh surgery scenes and we get like her brain like the back of her skull plate being like sewn back up and stuff <laughs> that was such a funny scene because they just like they're like we can't remove the like head part of Gabriel because like it's attached to her brain but we can, like, suppress it, and they literally just push, push the face into where the brain goes, and then put a piece of skull over it, and they're like, "There it goes, like, all better." <laughs> yeah, and then we get the. It's reveal. like there's not a shitload of extra room underneath your skull. Like, <laughs> not you at all. Can just fit some extra meat under there. <laughs> Uh, yeah i i try not to read too much into the the quote-unquote science of this movie <laughs> it was like geysers of blood randomly um all right so at this point uh he then we kind of have all the pieces connect and we realize that gabriel had been dormant during her childhood but he woke up when Derek had smashed her head up against the wall and yeah. 
That so, was when yeah. I was like, yes, I knew it. I didn't know necessarily that there was a whole being behind her head, but I did know that it was her the whole fucking time. Like, no question, 110%, it was her the whole time. Yeah, when she was running from Kakoa in the apartment building, I'm like, that looks exactly like our main character's hair. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, every time they showed I was like, that's her. Yeah, she moves backwards. I don't get that, but what, like, <laughs> 110%. That is absolutely her. So, now we get to the best part of the movie. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, Madison gets locked up, and she is in with Jin Pop, and <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> and we've yeah. got we've got some real characters in this jail cell. And uh... <laughs> oh, oh, you mean nineteen seventies Afro lady in the leopard print onesie? <laughs> yeah. I was Dude. like, this is racist, isn't it? Isn't that racist? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it was very much a stereotype. <laughs> then we also had like the the freaking biker lady she like looked like a freaking <laughs> trucker yeah white trash trucker lesbian yes and uh you know so they're kind of messing with her a little bit <laughs> it was like video game characters from a fighting game <laughs> <laughs> yeah it reminded me of like grand theft auto <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was definitely caricatures but uh so at this point um you know, Maddie is very clearly out of place there and they start messing with her and they start kicking the shit out of her actually. Um, and then Gabriel, the switch gets flipped and yeah. Gabriel takes control of Madison's body. Oh my God. And, and by that, Chris means Madison rips the back of her own skull open. <laughs> and a mom- <laughs> And a deformed monster face pushes its way out of the open wound, and no. then her limbs turn backwards. Dude, this... <laughs> and she starts John Wick killing everybody in this fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> All the prisoners are like freaking out when the face comes out and starts screeching at them. So and she's disturbing. just snapping arms and legs and necks in half, and Dude, <laughs> ripping out fucking... jugulars. Brutal! Oh my god! Like, how could you that, not like this, Miles? This part was good, but the whole second act, I was like Snoozeville. But this part was like, whoa, okay, this is a different movie now. We have entered some new territory. I'm watching a new John Wick movie, but backwards. Dude, the this this scene was ridiculous, and she was literally just killing everyone systematically. She kills like 20 people in this freaking jail cell. And the very last lady is the the bully trucker lady. And she's all up in, like, she was all tough and shit. And then she watched everyone get murdered by John Wick. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Yeah. And Gabriel killed 20 people before one police officer showed up. A police officer that then unloads an entire clip into the fucking human shield that is the biker lady. Yeah. And no other cops show up. <laughs> oh my god. You're in a police station. <laughs> she immediately breaks this man's arm through some crazy moves and gets the keys and knocks him unconscious. Or probably kills him realistically. And this is when the the true killing spree begins. That was just yeah. the preamble to the killing spree. Now 
we get a quick jump to our cute CSI girl that we had talked about that's got a crush on Kakoa. And I thought they were going to definitely kill her, and I'm happy that they did not. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> she was posted <laughs> up in the evidence room, and uh, Gabriel... So, just prior to this, Gabriel is starting the massacre of police. Seattle doesn't have any fucking cops after this movie. No. Like, <laughs> literally, that whole station just gets cleaned. And um, so... Gabriel is like doing crazy shit. I don't even know if he's like actually doing like running on all fours and leapfrogging and shit right now, but (laughs) it was, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the movement at this point in 30 days of night with the vampires. Yeah. um, Where they just like leapfrog onto you and Gabriel is just crushing cops. So he goes into the evidence room and he, is searching around and he finds his blade and he also finds his slipknot coat (laughs) and the the look is complete and this is this is now he's he's able to go full force and he starts destroying cops like he goes into the main hall that we've seen repeatedly and just starts putting people down and they all have guns and some of them have like batons too and we just get this insane action scene. <laughs> it's like not God. a single cop can hit a target in this fucking police station. Dude. No, that was like some God of War shit, though. Like, just flinging chairs at people and shit. <laughs> Dude. This is... Uh, I was very, very surprised at this scene. Very surprised. I really liked it, though. <laughs> Well, I was the most surprised by the fact that the second Gabriel enters the room, all of these cops are surprised, even though there has been a barrage of gunfire in their police station, (laughs) and they're just now being like, what's happening here? Like, oh, someone's in our room. Like, you'd be able to hear a fucking shotgun going on. (laughs) (laughs) We should also mention that uh, Maddie... Her body is taken over, and she that's why she seems frozen in place, is because, like, he kind of locks her in this prison in, in their mind that she's just kind of, like, hallucinating that she's wherever he puts her. Yeah. So she's, at this point, still thinks she's in, like, the holding cell, just kind of kicking it. <laughs> and the most brutal the shit. Cell. Oh my god, her body. <laughs> it is kind of silly though when you see like her face on the back of its head and it's like clearly not a real person's face and it's like bouncing around when she's doing flips and shit. I, I thought that was pretty silly. I was like, I mean, it would be a cool <laughs> mask to have like one of those like on the back of your head or whatever, but. I honestly didn't even know. Like, I obviously knew her face was there, but I didn't even notice because this thing was leapfrogging around over desks and shit. And I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. I'm, I'm here for it. And uh, Down with the sickness should have been playing this entire scene. <laughs> yes. I, I will cut that scene together and put it on our social media. <laughs> uh, that or bodies by drowning pool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, so cops are going down left and right. Like, no joke. She kills, like, what? Probably 15 cops? Maybe more? At least. Yeah. And, like, um, and then we get... She she breaks the arm of our sweet Kakoa. I was gonna say, then we get our hero, (laughs) Kakoa, and uh, Detective Moss just going ham 
trying to fight this thing. And Gabriel out outplays them just straight up. And, Doesn't uh, Shaw like try and sword fight with him with a baton? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, get it. Dude, Kakoa is a man of many talents. Yeah. <laughs> he gets his arm snapped by a chair. Dude. And then Detective Wanda Sykes gets slashed in the tummy, which is fucking hilarious because she like doesn't really react. She just kind of falls down. And then like once she gets up to go like leave with Kakoa, then she's like Oh, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That chair throw is hilarious. They like try to get out. He just literally beams them from across the room and knocks them both out. He should have like, he should have called a shot. (laughs) He kind of did because he like looked around and was like, oh, chair. Fuck yeah. And and then delayed hooked it. It was so good. And the camera followed it the whole way across the room and it collided with them. And I'm like, was that a hundred percent computer or did they actually throw a chair at this people? <laughs> he like exploded over them. <laughs> oh my god. I thought it was amazing. They they seemed like they didn't know what had happened and it fit the scene perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> So at this point he escapes, right? And uh, they they then know that he is going to attack the mother of the biological mother of Maddie and also his mother. And so they go there, which again I thought at this point the mother Serena is her name. I thought she was dead. So I was like, wait, what? She's alive? Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's just in a coma. <laughs> and. Uh, so at this point, we get yet another fight scene between Kakoa Shaw and Gabriel. <laughs> well, we get that security guard guy because the sister's oh, there. Dude, the pacemaker. Okay. Sister's there, and like uh, she's like, I gotta get in here and see this lady. And just just <laughs> she's like, just called Detective Kakoa Shaw <laughs> and tell her tell him that it's me and he'll say it's okay. <laughs> And that might that might sound like I'm like short like just what is that called? Paraphrasing. Like yeah, like it might sound like I'm paraphrasing that, but that's exactly that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the lights start flickering and this guy's like, Oh shit, like I'm having a heart attack, but it's his pacemaker. And he's like, My pacemaker's getting all hot and then it explodes out of his chest. Dude. This is so unnecessary. It was awesome. I loved it, but so unnecessary. It's like what Miles said earlier, like the the telekinesis. I can understand why he could talk through radios. That's one thing, because he couldn't communicate otherwise. But the the electrical shit had literally, like, it didn't even need to be in the movie at all. (laughs) But what are we to believe? Like, did Gabriel just walk to the fucking hospital? He's got a monster's face. <laughs> and a real person's face on the back of his skull. <laughs> he parkoured this way over. Like what, he catch an Uber? <laughs> over to the hospital? Yeah, they almost play it like it's the same building. Like, there, there's zero <laughs> transition, but he's walking down a police hallway, then he's walking down a hospital hallway. There's no lag between. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, Kakoa Shaw shows up. And is immediately taken down. <laughs> <laughs> he has his final showdown with Gabriel and loses. And then uh, 
Yeah, Gabriel's. We find out that like Gabriel hates the sister. That's why he wanted uh, Maddie to kill the baby. Yes, because he's basically just like a jealous little brother. Yep. And he, uh, so he's going to kill her. He th- fucking launches a into hospital bed on top of her. Those things are heavy as fuck. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yes, that was that was wild. He throws that across, and then we get the. <laughs> we get... She's screaming. She's trying to talk to Batty inside yes. of Gabriel's head, <laughs> and he's like, "She's like Gabriel killed your babies because it was feasting off your life source or whatever." Dude. and uh that's when that's when maddie comes back and uh she and it kind of kind of shows us like her like hallucination where she still thinks she's in the holding cell unless she slowly balls her fist like a like a Katy perry music video <laughs> you're gonna hit me wrong <laughs> <laughs> which was weird as shit because we see this right because because sister i can't remember what's the sister's name sydney sydney is talking to gabriel's body trying to reach maddie and she says that like he killed your babies and shit and then yeah she like slowly balls a fist so you would think that that means oh she's gonna like take control over her body but no gabriel grabs fucking sergeant kakoa's fucking pistol and blows sydney's brains out Dude, and then and then is gonna fucking kill the mom and just fucking face palms her mouth and suffocates her to death. Dude, this, <laughs> and it's like, oh okay. This, this scene was brutal as hell. I was like, oh shit, this is terrible. But yeah, then switcheroo, switcheroo, mm-hmm. yeah. Maddie. That was that was his mind prison. Yes. And she's like really, she's indulging. <laughs> it's like you know, you don't have to allow him to like think he's doing this, right, Maddie? Like, because you're about to confront him in ten seconds and tell him he's a little bitch. <laughs> Which then she does. She uh, she transports them to this like black mind space, very Stranger Things esque, and uh, she starts talking to him, and basically it's like. I've beat you, Gabriel, and I'm going to lock you in a cage, and you're paralyzed now, and he's like, no, I can't be, you're not that strong, and uh, <laughs> anyways. You guys are telling me this is a good movie. Direct oh, quote. Oh, <laughs> Direct quote. It's definitely, this isn't a good movie, Miles, you're right, it's a great movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, then he locks Gabriel in, or she locks Gabriel in a cage. And she's like, your powers are mine now. And, uh, and he, he's like, I'll be back, Skeletor style. <laughs> and, uh, let's see. and she goes, I know. And next time, I'll be ready. Oh, my yeah. God. Cornball. Oh, my God. Um, and then uh, she comes back to the hospital. And then we get like another kind of ridiculous scene where Sydney's like, Maddie, you're not strong enough. And Maddie's like, it was always my body. (laughs) (laughs) My my strength is his strength. It lives the hospital bed off of her. And uh, then they they hug. And uh, even though she was adopted, she is still my sister. And I'm proud to be so. Or whatever she says. And... And 
and the end. And the mom, and she's, the mom looks. She's just free to go. <laughs> and the mom looks on happily. Let's not forget her. We almost forgot she was in the room. Like she. I understand that there was like a demon alien twin in her head, but like she'd still. She'd still be tried for all of those murders. Dude, yes. I love how her head reseals <laughs> itself, too. They just act like, oh, oh you're off the hook here. Right. Like, she would still be charged with 30 counts of murdering <laughs> police a police murder. officer. Yeah. <laughs> Kakoa Shaw's like, nah, it wasn't her. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the beast. But, like, they wouldn't just let her walk free. They'd lock her up forever to make sure that fucking thing never gets out again. Really, though? I thought the same exact thing. That was my last thought of the movie was, I just want to see like a sequel, and it's just the the case. I just want to see the litigation of what's going on. <laughs> it's like that's the thing, though. Like, are we going to get? Do you think we'd get a sequel to this? We seem to get a sequel to everything these days. James Wan can't do less than four of something. Everything he does, he needs to do at least four of them. So I have a feeling we will get much more <laughs> malignant in our future. What part of the body is the next? conjoined twin going to be on i feel like it's like gonna be a superhero movie though because she has super strength mind control and fucking badass crazy electric skills so like yeah we what if like she fights another person that has like a gabriel-esque being in their body and then like she's starting to lose and then she's got to let gabriel out to play and then it's like fucking Venom versus Carnage. <laughs> fucking have like an insane punch stabby knife fight. <laughs> Dude, all I need is a Kakoa Shaw spinoff film. Yeah, spinoff. Yeah, Kakoa Shaw Vampire Hunter. Give me that shit. <laughs> HBO, are you listening? Oh my god, that is that is a great idea, Josh. It has a great name already. Fuck yeah, we're making that into a t-shirt. Oh Kakoa Shaw Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Is he wearing a cowboy Lightning hat? Bolt. I feel like he he's wearing a, a duster. He's wearing a long, long trench coat. There it is. <laughs> Maybe a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Kikoa, uh, don't take no shit. All right. So, on a scale of one to five. Well, hold on. One, one second. I thought at the end, like one before we see him like hallucinate blowing Maddie's brains out. I thought this was going to go down like uh, Babadook style. Is that the movie? How Which one's the movie where she has like the uh she the yelled. one that can't touch light or whatever? Oh. Uh is that lights out? Oh yeah, or like Darkness Falls. Yeah. Oh, it's like the lady's lady had like she was in a hospital with a little girl that like couldn't be in the sun and then she died and then she was haunted by her. I can't remember what it was. But at the end she like blows her brains out. <laughs> so I thought that was a I thought she was gonna make Gabriel put the gun in his mouth and like sacrifice herself to fucking save her sister. That would have been kind of a cool ending, but then you wouldn't have been able to have uh, Kakoa Shaw, Vampire Hunter. Right. <laughs> Kakoa Shaw would still be alive. Did you see the after credit scene where Kakoa Shaw was given the key to the city? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, no, I want to, though. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, okay. Do you guys have any other thoughts before you rate this bad boy? Hmm. What is going to be the system of rating? All right, so hear me out. We either got to rate this five out of or out of five Kakoa Shaws, or 
we could do whatever you guys want to call that golden blade because I feel like those <laughs> those are the two uh, or parasitic twin fetuses. <laughs> I was thinking pacemakers. <laughs> Exploding pacemakers. Expl- yeah. Oh my god, that scene is so ridiculous. I'm glad. I'm glad you <laughs> did like stopped us to bring that. Up. See, Miles, it seems like you like this movie. <laughs> oh, I didn't. No, well, I mean the the crazy end scene was awesome, and the cinematography was awesome, and everything else was a big fat turd, and uh, <laughs> that's just how I felt about it. But you're allowed to like it. Like I'm not trying to tell anyone to think the way I think, but it still was not my favorite movie in the world. Kakoa Shaw for life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. So, how many? What are we rating this? <laughs> Kakoa Shaw. I'll give. It, I'll give it. Oh yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it four Kakoa Shaws out of five. I've had a real good time with this, <laughs> dude. I actually am with you, man. I really am. I I really enjoyed this. I did. I thought the gore was good. I thought the acting was kind of whatever. The story was a little ridiculous, but uh, I I just found myself suspending disbelief just because it was like so entertaining and I didn't really know what was going to happen next. And honestly, Kakoa Shaw had me freaking cracking up when they introduced him. <laughs> I was like, bro, this guy, I swear to God, if they kill this guy, I'd be pissed. I'm tweeting that out as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> At James Wan, give us more. <laughs> I mean, as much as I didn't like it, you make valid points. I was entertained. And uh, I was not suspending disbelief and having a hard time with the electric powers. But I would give it three Kakoa Shaws, I think, out of five. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It had a budget. Budget good. Yeah, you could tell there was some money put into this for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be back next assem- next September with a uh, malignant two, Kakoa Shaw's <laughs> revenge. Because <laughs> not only do we get sequels for everything, they pump these fuckers out real quick. And then, so. and then by next December, we'll have Kakoa or er, we'll have malignant three Kakoa Shaw vampire hunter. <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> then sci-fi it's gonna channel be get like, the rights to it. This is going to be the new Conjuring slash Annabelle slash the Nun universe. It's just going to be the Malignants and Kakoa Shaw Vampire Hunter spinoff. Fucking Wanda Sykes Big Day Out (laughs) (laughs) spinoff. Dude, I I honestly, I don't know why, but I find this way more interesting to watch than like the Conjuring films, even though I feel like they're probably a little more serious and like less ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. I saw a clip the other day that was just Patrick Wilson going, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> and then, <laughs> then a possessed person being like, "Jack, Jake, Jake." Da, da, da. He's like, "Jack is fine." <laughs> it seemed pretty fucking stupid to me. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, all right, we'll do a Conjuring episode, but not right now. Yeah. All right. So. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of High on Horror. (laughs) And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week for some more laughs with the boys. I am Chris. And be sure to check out my other podcast. It is the Geek Peak podcast. It's available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. That's Geek Peak like a mountain. At the Geek Peak, we strive to bring you the best of the pop culture multiverse. 
We're going to show you some new songs. We're going to show you some new TV shows, movies, video games. You name it, we're covering it. We always try to save you time. Check us out. We're a content recommendation podcast. We also like to have some beers or some adult cocktails and have a good time. So be sure to check out our show. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at GeekPeakPod. And additionally, check out our website, GeekPeakPod.com. That's where we have all of our episodes hosted. We got pictures of our drinks. We've got links to all of our merch and our Patreon account. So be sure to check that out. And uh, thank you for the support. If you liked me on here, feel free to check out my show, the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. We're available anywhere podcasts are found. If you want to reach out to our show, feel free to do so on social media. We are FMBN Podcast on Twitter, FMBN the number four and the letter U on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. If you want to hear more from me and my friends, you can check out the Disc Dump Podcast. That's Disc With Us C. It's a show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? I have another show called Toast of the Realms, where I play Dungeons and Dragons with some of my friends. Please check those shows out. The Disc Dump and Toast of the Realms. The most important thing you can do for this show is rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, H on H Pod. And we will be back next time reviewing a movie that Miles says still scares him to this day. We'll be talking about dog soldiers. So until next time, remember, life can be hard, so why not get high on horror? <laughs>